Hi, I'm Don Brody, a comedian with a history degree and the host of the podcast Hilth, History I'd Like to Fuck. <laughs> In each episode, I am joined by a new guest who has assigned me a subject from history that they want to know more about. And ooh, do I deliver. I dig deep in the annals of history and serve up the most delectable nuggets I can find. Join us and find out for yourself that history is a party and everybody's coming. <laughs> Come on kids now gather round Grab a log and sit right down What's that smell? What's that sound? You're on fire now hit the ground It's the campfire shit show And now your camp counselors Bo Hufford and Meryl Klimo. Meryl! Hello! Wait, look. How are you, Good, my let me dear. get everything I need for this remote recording. My mister, my Addison <laughs> Ray doll, and my passport. Uh, oh, yes. Can you hold those up for me? I want to see them. My mister? I mean, especially the Addison Ray doll. It doesn't look like her anatomically. I'm very upset. You, I know I know. you sent me a picture of this doll that you have. Like you have a, You're an adult. And you have a doll of Addison Ray. That's was, not Addison Ray's. I know it's definitely There's not. No, it no was way. Um, a gift that Jack no got way. me for my birthday, and I love it so much. Have you used it in sex? No, no. Addison well, is. Well, I'm it, just. I'm thinking like I do not sexualize Addison. She is a star. She's like the. How can you not sexualize Addison? I, I honestly like, don't. Everything she does is nope. Sexual. I think she's like the, okay. a young Brooke right. Shields. I love her for her star quality, not for her vaginal quality. What are I'm you telling you, people about? are missing out. Well, She's like nice. the Julia okay. Roberts of our generation. Julia Roberts is the Julia Roberts <laughs> of your true. generation. What are you talking about? You know who about? I think is really pretty? I just saw a movie with Ingrid Berman, or what's her name? Ingrid, an old time movie star. Ingrid Bergman? Yeah. She's she's uh-huh. masculine looking. Like her features are sharp and masculine, but I think she's very beautiful mm-hmm. for a leading lady. It's funny. You're showing me a gift. I got a gift too. And I wanted to share it with you, if you don't mind. Uh, you know, last time I went home, I, I kind of like made a joke about how I found a, an old box of cereal uh, in my dad's house that was so expired, <laughs> so fucking expired. And I was like, never seen this before. And somebody, somebody heard the story. And in the mail, I get with no note, no anything of, of understanding. I get this. Why are you laughing, Meryl? Because the truth is, we all know that it's you. you. We know that it's you. Of course, as soon as I opened it, I was like, "This is." Wait, hold it up again over your face because I want to see exactly what it looks like. Okay, just keep it there for the whole recording. Okay, so it's the box of Wheaties. Yeah. Oh, that looks perfect. That looks so beautiful. Yeah. I mean, I'll just. I know your sense of fashion, and I know that this is definitely you. And this is it. A, a badly <laughs> screen printed version of Mary Lou Retton's Wheaties. Yes. On a t-shirt that feels like it was made of like a dry canvas. Yes. That's what it feels like. It feels like if you could get a rash by looking at something, that would happen. Yes. That would definitely And someone happen. messaged me that the box of Wheaties almost comes from a more recent time than I imagined. Yeah, it does. It isn't from the I 80s. Know. And I didn't say that it was. But it was like a 
you know, a decade of strength or something like that. Like eat Wheaties <laughs> and these are the, the heroes of Wheaties boxes. That, that almost made like, it worse that it's from like 2007 or whatever, because then it's like not a collector's item. It's just your dad's inability to throw. I'm going to find the one. I'm going to find the one with Bruce Jenner. Oh, on God, that's a collector's item. Because I feel like, yeah, the, the Wheaties box with Bruce Jenner. That'd be I would good, totally, totally you know? wear that. I also I consulted you with your girlfriend. Probably probably to local star, Starbucks. I don't go to Starbucks. Just hoping that you would run into in Calabasas. No, I support. You would go try to find <laughs> Bruce or. or, or uh, Caitlin. What, I don't really wait, like Caitlin that now? much. Caitlin. You Jenner, would think sorry. so because she is Republican, but I don't like her. <laughs> but I do love that she presents a problem for her community. That is my type of person. <laughs> like every community she's in she it just creates a it. conversation yeah. well i have some gift drama that i want to talk with you about because we haven't really Ooh, talked since since Christmas. no not really not, not really since the gifting i know hour. okay so we had juicer gate in our household and if my boyfriend jack is listening <laughs> i'm very sorry but this is content okay so this is the truth nothing but the truth so Right, of course, always so is, from you. I am prefacing this by saying I understand that I sound very spoiled and ungrateful, and but it it presented a a large fight in our household, and I wanted to share and bring okay. it here. Okay, so for the past couple of months, I have had my eye on this one juicer called the the Nama juicer. Nama is the company that it's from. J two is the model that I have dreamed of because the J two. Okay. I already see the yep. problem. Don't, I already don't, see don't the try problem. To guess me. Okay. So because the Nama J2 juicer is in a class of its own, because basically you load all the fruits and vegetables up into the one tub, and then the the appeal yeah. of it is you can walk away, and it like it's a cold-pressed juicer, so it slowly goes around. You know, like there's a, the centrifuge kind okay. of juicer. I, don't, I won't go into juicer mechanics, but if anyone... Sounds like you already went into Right, so I've always mechanics, had the Breville. Okay. I, wanted, I dreamt of the Nama... I would constantly send Jack um, like videos of the Nama juicer and all this kind of stuff. So for months it was just, and I was, I, I had even told people, I don't want a Christmas present. If everyone could just give me like $20 towards this juicer, because it is a, how, how much is 500. this juicer? It's, it's okay. the rolls. So it's a, it, it's a, it's the, the Rolls Royce. Yes, yes. yes. And what I had before was a Toyota Corolla, dependable, sturdy. It worked, but I dream. No, the Breville. I mean, which Breville did you have? Because I have a Breville, and it's it's a. We beast. have the same it's one. It's an awesome beast. Okay, I I think I don't think it's the Corolla. I think it's actually more like a a, a Lexus. No, no, no. It's a Kia. But it's not a. It's not a Rolls it Royce. It heats up too much, and you lose some of the nutrients. And also, the Nama J two creates a very dry pulp. The Breville, the pulp is a little bit soggy and <laughs> saggy. This is what I think about as I eat like eight pounds of cheese every day. <laughs> but okay anyway so so we have been talking about the nama juicer forever i did not expect yeah. it as a present because it's so expensive and i had told right. people like genuinely if everyone can contribute like a gofundme like 35 dollars towards the nama juicer and obviously like i just haven't bought it for myself because we've had so many other expenses and we have we have things in our house above the juicer that you know i have to start getting to sure. and so so Christmas morning came, and now I wanted to first preface this by what I got Jack was a <laughs> a, a handmade advent calendar <laughs> that only went until May. What? So, so okay. for like the first four or five months, I just hand wrote coupons. So like the first coupon that I handed to him was like I don't know if you can see it. So it's it 
It's on eight and a half by 11, just like typing paper yeah. or something. Or is that butcher, butcher paper? paper? And it says, and so each okay. month has its own special theme. So, okay. Like, give us an example of what some of those. Okay. Yep. So, be. January, winter hibernation, burr. And then it's a coupon that expires on January 31st. And it's good for one night on the couch watching a black and white movie of your choice. And I don't scroll TikTok and I'll buy the movie snacks. So, it's a gift of my time and focus. And and it's very cute, very romantic. I, I but, appreciate that. Yeah, but that. it probably all of like this cost me. And then April is, I forget what, oh no, February, I think is like, I'll pay for him to get a foot massage from someone else. Is it just one coupon for yeah. the whole month? And then oh, okay, like okay. the first of January, he pulls it. And, and so. I thought you meant there was a coupon every day. Oh God, no. Oh my God. Months. That would like, be excessive. A lot of work. Yeah, yeah, no, this is like. Yeah. On... You don't love him that <laughs> no, much. No, I do. I, I do, you. but. You know, whatever, but, but (laughs) (laughs) I just know there's nothing that I could promise for 30 days that I could like actually follow through on. So, right. Okay. So, so you give him the, this is your whole gift, the whole gift to that and a Padre shirt from JCPenney's. Okay. Well, I don't know why you have to tell us it's from JCPenney's. Because I got it with my points from JCPenney's. Is it JCPenney or JCPenney's? Oh God, this is going to be one of those, those things that we, oh yeah. Yeah. Where, where, where people the Mandela effect. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think it's J.C. Penny's or J.C. Penny. I thought it was just J.C. Penny. You're right, because the guy's name. But I call it. J- I'm going to J.C. Penny's. Yeah, but why wouldn't you just say I'm going to J.C. Penny? Because I'm going to Macy's. Oh. No, it's Macy. Wait, is it Macy's? <laughs> Wait, is it Nordstrom's? Nordstr- Nordstrom's racks. Am I literally going to a different dimension where everything is. I think it's Blooming Dale. Oh my god, everything is plural and it's Blooming Dale's. Dale. It's not Blooming Dale. Yeah, right. I'm going to Macy. Oh my god, now I'm getting so, fucked up. I know, up. I know. The Macy Day Parade. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay anyway, so, anyway. So February, I he goes to get a foot massage that has nothing to do with me. It's a lot of me just paying for him to get services, and then I. Then April is like uh, spring cleaning where I take his dogs to get groomed and then I take his car to get washed. Right. And then you come back and you only have the car. <laughs> yeah. Right. And it's just basically because like I would like the pets to be cleaned and stuff. And so, yeah. You're like, yeah. oopsies, I lost <laughs> the dog. Exactly. So, Merry Christmas. So I gave him this and a, a Padre's okay. thing from JCPenney's. Oh, God. And then I, I know, I, I know, I know. And so then. You know how to do it. You know then how to do it. There was this giant box, and like I did not know what it was. I really because also there's not a lot of. And at one point, a few weeks before, I had told him like I really there's not a lot of physical tangible stuff that I want besides the juicer. And at one point, like I was even talking about like I have enough jewelry, I have enough makeup, and he even asked like he's like who are you talking to? Because he said that we were in the living room, and I was like like speaking as though like there was like a cast of like fifty people. <laughs> <laughs> and and he I even asked like who in this moment are you talking to because like I don't need to hear this and like like who exactly are you looking at yeah. so anyway we had had this yeah, big yeah. talk before and so then the day came and I opened up the box and it was it was a Nama juicer and I'm like oh my god I almost cried like I really could not believe it I thought he was right. almost playing a trick on me right. where I was going to like open the box and that it was going to be like a sock you know a pair of socks or something and yeah. so or then 
a coupon for another <laughs> exactly box. yes another for the breville again it was and so <laughs> so i opened up the box and i was like elated and so excited and then as i dug closer i saw like this is not we, we put it together and i started seeing like huh this is not exactly the juicer that i've been dreaming of and I, i'm so confused like why doesn't it look like it looks on tiktok and instagram and so i looked and without knowing in his sweet very kind innocent way he got the nama j1 which is a different oh, model than the J2. Oh, and boy. the Nama. And clearly the two is. Oh, is well, the Nama J1 has like an itty bitty little shoot, like a tiny little shoot. So it's very small. Um, it's still the same. It's, it's still very high quality. But so, okay. So here's the thing is that I tried, or, or like at first, I, it was, I think we got the gift at like 8 a.m. I made it till like 11.30 a.m. I went on a long walk and I was kind of like in my head and I went through different emotions of I, I really went through the grieving process i went through anger denial i made peace with it and so finally and i, I really tried to like access my my pure gratitude and just been like he did his best this was wonderful but then there was a part of me that's just like this is not what i want and i've dreamt of this other thing for so long so i came home and i right. tried to in a very nice manner say i appreciate the sentiment so much but this is not the right juicer how, how did you say it though? You said you tried to, but like, how did you say um, it? Like, well, I'm sure if Jack was here, he'd like, say. Like, <laughs> I would love to know what that actual relay of information was from you after you went on a, a steaming walk, <laughs> and you you probably kind of kicked the door in and said, "It's not even the J two. No, no, no. You know? I came down and I said, "I have." I sat down on the couch. I'm like, "I have something to talk with you about." I, I. It's you know uh, I love this juicer and I can't believe you got me a Nama. But he was like, you didn't even make it to Christmas Day without even mentioning that it wasn't good enough or like. And so then he had said, "Well, and it's, what, it's, why don't yeah. you just try it? Let's try it. You can, if we want to, maybe we can return it and I can pay for the extra like hundred dollars that it can take to get to the J two. So we put it together, and I was to to my uh, not my defense, the opposite of that to my chagrin i was making up i was saying like i might be a little busy this year because it's going to take me a lot of time to like chop up these tomatoes and vegetables so like yeah I, mean, I may not have time for other activities because i'll be chopping all year <laughs> <laughs> and i was just like this is a great juicer if we want to spend more time doing exactly like what has held me back from juicing <laughs> so that all he had asked is can i just try the juicer and without yeah. can i like make can i not say a peep and just just try the juicer and i'm like yeah 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 that's fine which i actually i actually think is is not the right play personally i think it's get the thing that you want i tried to get you the thing that i thought you wanted but i was wrong that's totally okay you're not telling me you didn't love the gift you're telling me that the gift i got you the one you wanted is just a little different let's go get that right that's fine. and i think i think package it back up let's get the other one but his his he's his sensitive feelings were and yeah because, yeah 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 and I understand that. I understand that. But it's just like, and I think yeah. I think Jack and I always talk about like, he, if I was if I, you know, we're paired together sometimes in a way that kind of triggers our like, because also if he had a partner that was a little bit more soft in the way of saying, like, oh, this is, you know, mm -hmm. I can make this juicer work or had a partner that was just kind of accepting of more stuff. But he's like, you know, right. I'm particular. And and so but also like if he was just someone that was I like, wonder... OK, it's chill, whatever. But instead we had to like hit each other's bullseye of like what was making us both irritated and angry. Right. Like, is there no way that that conversation could have been like, 
sweet baby love. I think that what you did was so amazing. And is I do want to tell you, because I just want to be honest, like the, the model I wanted was a little different. I want to pay the difference because I know it's more expensive, but like, can we return this and get the other one? Because I'm going to be way happier, mm. you know, but your sentiment is amazing. Thank you so much. Like what a thoughtful gift. I love it. I just, yes. you know, this reminds me, uh, this reminds me of a very relatable uh, uh, story. I can tell you, I was 12 years old and my mom bought me Tetris on <laughs> Nintendo, but I didn't want Tetris. I wanted Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the arcade game. Exactly the same. Exactly the same, Meryl. Just like when I was 12 years old. <laughs> you probably handled 12. it better. So, yeah. <laughs> I, my mom was, no, I do remember my mom's feelings were super really? hurt. But didn't you just exchange hurt. the game? Yeah, but it was that she thought she got the thing I wanted. And because I probably didn't are, want Tetris five months before. Why are feelings brought into this? Like, this is just, it's a transaction. Like, this is what you bought so someone. It's not a transaction. You look at it as a transaction, but a lot of people think like I'm doing this thing. I took notice. I'm I'm understanding that this person wants this thing. I'm going to surprise them and I'm going to get them that thing they wanted. And they're going to be so excited because it's that thing they wanted and, and I'm giving it to them. It's this gift giving thing. Right. And so to give it to have that excitement, to think that it's this romantic it, or well, yeah, it was very like, excited. It was like thing. then then to just be like, it's still not good enough. It's like it feels a little heavy to a, the person giving the gift. But I understand your that. point. I, I can see that, and point. I do like the sentiment. But so okay, so then we set the juicer up, and it was there. And Jack had asked me just not to mention anything before, which is like we we finally got to the core of the issue, which is like I just if someone like asked me to say something or not say something, it's just not going to work. And so, because, so, so I had said, okay, I won't mention anything, but I just want you to know that I checked with Nama's uh, customer <laughs> return policy. And this is their, and we have 30 days from the day of shipping for me to return this thing. And so that set off a big thing. Cause he was like, I told you not to mention it until we tried it and blah, blah, blah. So anyway, very long story short, in the, the Nama twist and turns is I used the juicer and I actually ended up loving it and I have decided to keep it. Oh. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> and the shoot is not as small as I thought. Yep, I swear my life. It's easier to real. maneuver than I thought. And I love it. And Nama had even contacted me back and said, do you want to go through the process of returning it and getting a new one? And I said, no, no, no. I'm actually happy with this one. <laughs> Oh my god! So like it, it truly was like a full day and of fighting. Gonna... At one point, Jack even told me like we were just it, it continued on so long throughout the day that Jack even used the analogy that he said that he felt like a cactus that was like giving off like poisonous pricks and flowers, and I was like a coyote that was like like <laughs> came over and was just trying to get to the fruit and like like swiping it open. <laughs> he was like, I need... and then finally, when he used like botanical terms, I was able to understand, and I left him alone. So, <laughs> so I love the juicer. I'm oh my fucking god <laughs> I love you I, I, I you must be one of the most difficult people to date that I've ever even heard of <laughs> I love ever. the juicer it works well Nama J1 we should get a code that would actually be I'm gonna ask them if we can get a code to get it yeah, yeah but it's the codes only for the Nama J2 yeah J2. but I mean it's still the Nama J2 <laughs> if you're looking for a supreme juicer that's really the one that I think is good so that was our Christmas and then Jesus. Jack said that it ruined him, ruined it for like ever getting a big present again. And I'm like, I know, oh. I know. Which, which I'm like, that I don't. 
Let me ask you a question. Do you think his expectation for receiving a gift, when you buy a big gift like that, do you think it's like, oh, and then I'll maybe she'll get me something big or something? Do, like, do you think that him getting uh, essentially butcher paper with <laughs> scribbles on it and then um, a shirt from J.C. Penny, J.C. Penny's, um, do you think that he was like, wow, I went through all this stress and all I got was this fucking crummy shirt. <laughs> um, I don't know. And, and, and some promises that have a fucking expiration date on them. Uh, I, I bet know? deep down he thinks that, but he's so like, he's very nice to me. He would never say that to me. Like he, he, yeah. he really does yeah. not. How would you feel? How would you feel if you bought him a PS five and then he, he got you a coupon to El Pollo to- uh, Loco? <laughs> okay. We, we actually talked about that because that was the exact analogy that I used at first where I said, what if I got you a PlayStation, but it was like a model that you didn't want. I would not care at all. As long as he did it in a nicest way to me, like, which I think I did. I did. As long if, if he came at me with the same tone of like, thank you so much. But to be honest, yeah. I was hoping for the PlayStation five or whatever. I would totally be like, okay, this is, this is fine. Like I have friends that have pickily yeah. exchanged their engagement rings. Like um, Lauren had mentioned to me that for Christmas, she got a, a Instapot, but she wanted one that you could see through the glass. And so she like heard her husband got a fight in a good fight because she's like, I wanted to see when it's ready. <laughs> uh, I mean, I get it. This is the thing I understand because like I'm very particular with my gifts and I think that's why I've become a person that is hard to buy for. Mm-hmm. Um, because if I want it, I just get it. So there's no like, I'm not, I don't have like a vision board of the things that I would love to have in my life that I'm going to purchase. I'm just like, if I right. want that, I'm going to get it. Or it's something that no one would ever buy for me. Like a car. Right, 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 or, right. Yeah, buy me a, a trip a motorcycle. to Bali or yeah. something. Or, yeah. Right, right, right. Right, right, right. So it's like. People have to be a little bit more creative uh, and do something that's just like, oh, I thought of you and, and I saw yeah. this. And- but then I, I, I kind of hate the I thought of you gifts because you really get to find out if someone knows you or not. Like right? me with your shirt, your it's weenie like, shirt. Right. Because you know that I'm never going to wear <laughs> this, right? You know that I'll never wear this Yeah, shirt. but You do understand, but, but right? Like- but it was worth exactly. the joke. Like it was worth nine the seconds joke. of me busting your balls is mm-hmm. a gift for me as well. So it's a gift for both of us. That, that, but when someone actually gives you a gift, when they say, "Oh, I I saw this and I thought of you," and like one time this girl that I I wasn't even really dating was just kind of talking. She's like, "Oh, I saw these and I bought them for you," and it was essentially like colored pencils made out of twigs. Like somebody took twigs and like put colored pencil lead in them. And so it was a set of like 12, like crooked, like sticks that had bark on them (laughs) that had colored pencil lead. And I was like, Oh my God, this is like the opposite of what something I would want. Something that isn't straight and neat and in its own case. So it's like, this seemed like madness to me, but of course it was a nice, she's like, you're an artist. These are art tools. And I was like, oh, thank you so much. It was like a very nice gesture, but I was like, I'm right. never using this shit and I'm going to give them away or throw them away. It's like, there's no, I'm not holding on to fucking twigs <laughs> in my house. Okay. One of, j- it's like, if somebody said here, I got you this jar of sand. I'd be like, I hate you. I know. Get out of my life. You know what I mean? I don't want sand or glitter or any of that. One of my friends would, um, which is very, very sweet. But when I saw her, she had saved up like, um, you know, in magazines when there's the free perfume, like the little fold out that there's a perfume. She Uh had like 
like a hundred of them saved for me. And it was so sweet because I think she didn't have a lot of money and she was just trying to like give me something. And I think she knows that I like perfume and I like things. And so she gave me like, like 200 magazine pages full of different perfumes that was like giving me an allergy attack. And it was, but it was so sweet. And honestly, like the thought of, see, that's where I'm able to, yeah, I think, I think I'm probably harder on Jack than I am like actual friends or not actual friends. I mean, whoops, friends, but (laughs) friends, friends, friends. On actual no, people, no, no, I no, like, no. but like, yeah. but I think, yeah, I would never, I would never show that side ungratitude to like. I understand both your sides, but I do wonder how you delivered that message. If maybe that's I'm sure, what set I'm sure there is the some situation. way that I could have handled it in a little bit. Especially like, I'm just gonna, I'm not gonna have a lot of time this year. I'll be chopping all these. Ve- like, come on. I said, yeah. I said it's come good. On. We will just have to like open the orange and wedge <laughs> by wedge. Just like put the orange in there, and you know, it, it may take me like four hours a morning. So that's fine. Just don't expect me. To, my my full time job will be juicing. <laughs> so it's fine. If Jack can cover the rent and everything, like that, that's cool. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm down to juice for eight hours a day. Look at him. He he did try to do a nice thing and he just got a bunch of shit and, for it. Just a bunch of shit. And I tried to shit. really do the like there's starving children in Africa type of thing. Like that would be so happy for a juicer. And I just I just can't access that level of Yeah, I don't think those kids want a juicer, well, just so you know. They're they're not looking for the J two compared to the J one like scenario. Yeah. They just I want know. the orange. Just give me the orange. And you're like, oh, it's gonna take a long time chopping these. Um that's so Isn't funny. It? That's so fucking funny. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I love you, Meryl. I'm so sorry for. Jack. I know you should be. Okay. Wait. Um, I have another quick update, and then then okay, I, I want sure. to hear all Give about you. Me. Is that wait, I can't let this go untalked <laughs> about? Is that um? Sure. We have made it a point for one of our episodes to that I talked about one of my favorite comedians in the whole wide world, Daryl Hammond, mm-hmm. so much so that we have an mm-hmm. episode dedicated to him, and I felt like. We yeah. have a it was like a Bloody Mary situation where you say someone's name three times and then they appear. Right. I think we I think you were saying you were kind of talking yourself out of it a little bit like I'm it, I'm t- too soon for me to like uh, be working with Daryl Hammond. But I love <laughs> Daryl Hammond. He's the funniest guy. But I, I, I'll never, I, I can't be on the stage with Daryl Hammond. And then you write me and say, you're never going to believe this. I just got asked to do a comedy gig with Daryl <laughs> yes, Hammond. Yes. And it's. And I was my jaw hit the floor like, what in the fuck is going on? <laughs> and it's all put it well, out it's there. It's also so funny. I don't know if you've experienced this, where like when you have kind of a big exciting news, like calling the people or trying to share with everyone in their moment is so funny because I had this like you know I was so excited that I got put on a comedy show. Uh, you know, in the first place, I was really excited to even do the show, and then the producer was right. like, "You're going to f- I'll send you the lineup in a little bit." And I'm like, "Okay, that's cool." Um, he puts on like really great shows. So I expected a good lineup, but I did not know. And then when I saw it, like it was like Daryl Hammond night, you know, it was like all Daryl Hammond all the time. And so, so I just thought also it's so funny because this is the first show I think I've done with like a very big celebrity on it. Like I've done bigger shows, right. and, but yeah, yeah, this was the first one. And I think it's so funny that it was Daryl Hammond after we made a whole big thing about it. And so I think that's I was hilarious. so excited and it's like, but like, I feel like life humbles people very fast when i was trying to like call everyone and it's like my mom's reaction was basically just like i think she said wow is that venue safe to walk to like after you park can you is your car safe (laughs) that was like her only first thing (laughs) 
And then I called Jack and Jack was in the middle of working and he's like, I, I can't hear you. I'm delivering boxes right now. Like, what's up? What about Daryl Hammond? And so I'm like, never mind. So then I called you and you gave me the complete reinforcement that I wanted is you were there and excited for me. And you, you were after I talked to you, oh, I was yeah, I got so, happy with my. It's so awesome. It's so awesome. And and, and the show, yeah, already, the show happened. Happened. It already happened. Um, right? It was so much fun. The uh, I'm not going to lie. The Hollywood Roosevelt is actually. Uh, like a tougher room which I saw you know that was where I saw Pete Holmes before and that's where I saw Daryl Hammond and it's like it's I don't know what goes on if it's just a lot of industry people that go there or because it is a very very beautiful hotel and it's like it's such a gorgeous place and then you enter in their basement is a really beautiful theater and it's very uh, like these, these big booths and it's like a really really beautiful space but I think sometimes the people coming there are a little bit more in the LA zone of like uh you know entertain me and like with their arms crossed and everything right i've seen it all yeah yeah. so i knew that going into it um but it ended up being a very warm night and i had a bunch of friends there and it was so cool and i tried not to like bug when i first got there there daryl hammond was sitting with a bunch of other comedians and i just was like i don't know part of me was like it, it it didn't really give off the vibe that i was like hi, I'm going to go sit down on a booth with you. So I just kind of like read the room and just was like working, just looking at my own, my phone and just kind of looking at my set. And then, then we all went backstage and then he was really nice. And we all got into a discussion about like whether or not our names fit our identity. And, uh, and, and he was really like, he was talking to all of us and really lively. And then he was like, he asked me, well, what do you think my name should be? And I was like, I don't know why I got so excited, but I just was like, Albert, you look like an Albert. And I was like screaming Albert. (laughs) (laughs) And and he is very calm. Like what I love about him, he is very calm, like kind of that new Orleans, like chill, like solid energy. Like he's, he's slow on stage. He sits, he's very like, you have to listen to him. And I feel like my energy kind of probably scared him a little bit, but he was really funny and he called me baby. And I'm like, Oh my God. Like I definitely, Daryl Hammond could definitely. (laughs) He called you baby. Why? Um, He said, uh, he he was asking me about the crowd or something. And I'm going to love this. If, if the actual thing he said is like, stop being a fucking baby. (laughs) He he knew about the juicer. (laughs) No, no, no. I think he, he asked about the crowd and I said, they, they're broken and they need you to stitch them together. And he's like, Oh my God, baby, I'm going to like any, I don't know. He called me baby. He's, he's cute. (laughs) And he had like bright red sneakers on and, I think I saw him. I was complimenting his sneakers, and but I, I also was chill. Like I don't, I'm, I could, I could tell that he like, you know, he wants to just chill. But he was really nice, and honestly, yeah. like he was in the backstage, and it's kind of a bunch of more like younger comedian, like young puppies, and I feel like we were kind of like the young puppies playing with like an older German Shepherd, and he was very nice, but very cool, yeah. and um, it was fun to see his set, and one of the well, congratulations, honestly, congratulations, yeah, it was awesome. cool, and. I already awesome. got booked again for another another show from the promoter, so it was cool. And another Daryl no, Hammond show. It's just um, Daryl Hammond. Daryl and Meryl. Uh, <laughs> <Darryl> and, <Meryl. laughs> and I kept on being like, "My name fits me. I'm a Meryl. Like you're a Daryl." And I, I could tell he's just like, "Oh my god, get me the fuck out of here!" Oh but, god. <laughs> but I didn't like. I was I was like thinking, should I take a picture with him? Should I not? And I just tried to chill because I'm like, I don't want to. I think that's yeah, the play. yeah, yeah. I think yeah. that's the play. Although it's like, of course, I don't know people. These moments happen. You want to you want to remember them, but it's also like I don't know. I think that it puts you on a different level, right? kind of. Like, like I don't, I don't know. know. I just feel like if I ever got to that point where someone is like, "I love you," can I take a picture with you? I it wouldn't like sour me forever with that person. Like it wouldn't be like, "Oh, that person is nothing now." Yeah. Oh my god! After the show, I did have my first version of 
um, two people I didn't know came up to me and they did the like, the guy was like, I love you. I love you so much. He didn't like you. He didn't. <laughs> and I'm like, cool. Why do people feel I know. the need? I even thought, I'm like, I, I don't know if that was the case or not. Cause I, cause the older man at the end did say like, he's like, no, I liked you. I wanted to, I wonder if I could take you out on the town. But he was like, he was, I know it was kind of weird. <laughs> That that elevated yeah, quickly. <laughs> I don't like your comedy, but I'd love to have my penis yeah. inside you. So that um, was that. Yeah. Huh. Huh. People used to do that to me as an artist. They'd be like, they think they're giving you a compliment. They come up and be like, we like your artwork. Better. Yes. These other guys aren't very good. It's like, don't say. They, I know. Right there. I know. They're right there. Why do you need to yes. say that to me? I know you think you're giving me a compliment. Why don't you just say like, I loved your stuff. Right. I love your stuff. And that's it. You don't need to say, and he didn't, or you're better than all those other comics. Like it's not, I know, I know we talk about this all the time, but I hate after shows when people are like, I liked you first. Second was this person. Third was like, I'm like, I don't need need the rating system or the Wheaties box and the Olympics or anything. Yeah. You could say those, (laughs) you could say those things in the privacy of your own group and be like, I think this was my favorite, but like to tell the actual talent, it's like, there's no. Right. And I also understand like everyone's group of friends is probably going home that night telling their own respective friend that they're the best and that someone else is the third best. And like, yeah. Right, right, right. So that has been my whole Um, life. That's great. That's great. Uh, Very quickly, because we're running out of time. Fuck you. Uh, We, uh, I went to LA again to see another show. And tried to like coming up here so often. It'd be easier if you just moved up here. (laughs) I went to see uh, I went to see Louis C.K. at the Dolby Theater. Um, You know, he is just a fucking pro. I I think I saw him for the first time last year or two years ago. Uh, No, it had to been last year. And this year I saw him again, and it was just it was he was such a pro, man. To watch a comic destroy. With such yeah. elegance. It's amazing. Wait, did he do an hour? It's amazing. He did an hour. And it, they were filming. So it'll probably be on Netflix. Oh, or my whatever. God. Yeah, he's or, he's really, I mean, his own personal stuff. But he, no one can deny that he's not a great comedian. Like, I mean, a great mind and a great writer. He did a whole probably 20-something minutes just on the Bible. And I was, like, losing it. It was so good. It was so Yeah, he's so really good. smart. But then when we tried to leave after the show... Uh, we went down and I just want to tell you, I think LA is the worst cesspool of garbage on the planet. Like, I don't think there's a worse place that doesn't know how to like function with all of people. It's like people are rude and mean and everyone's mad. It's like, they're like 12 escalators to get down to the parking. We were on parking level four, four levels down. It took us an hour and a half to get out of the building just, just to get out. Once we got to our car, which also took like a half hour. It's like, what are we doing here, man? Like, I so know. dumb. So many dumb, dumb decisions and people like the staff are uneducated and the fucking people are rude. Some guy was like yelling like he was going to beat people up. It's like <laughs> just I think society is in a real bad place. I do right too. Now, and I think so. I think L.A. is like an example of when there's like no real leadership in a city and there's just trash everywhere uh-huh. and lots of violence. And lots yeah. Of, yeah. Honestly, it feels like uh, Sunset Boulevard, mm-hmm. you know, the Sunset Strip right there. You walk out there and it feels like a child that was left Absolutely. to raise itself in the fucking yes. woods. And you're just like, uh, what is happening here? And they're like, when they don't get their way, they like stab yep. somebody. And they're just like, 
I want to <laughs> eat tacos or something. He's like, what is happening? I know. Uh, it is, it is such a freaky, like not fun place to be. I think it's crazy that Hollywood sells that area as like, this is where all the tourists go. But it's like, I don't think tourists should be going there. No, it's I'd fucking be pissed. scary. And, and it's so, it's, when I think of other like cities to walk around, like Chicago and New York or something, and I think of someone just coming to Hollywood yeah. to walk around, it's very sad and weird to me. Well, my the guy I went with, Daniel, who I run Rift City Comedy with, we walked out and he had never been on Sunset Strip, even though he's from San Diego. He'd never been on it. And he goes, oh, is this where all the stars are? Like, like oh, all yeah, the yeah, uh, yeah. stars on the ground. And I was just like, Oh, you've never been here, so you don't know how horrible this is, and I don't want to experience this with you to explain how horrible it is. So I'm like, yeah, this is bad. We should just not be here. And so we tried to get food, but it was too late. We walked up, and of all the places, the only thing available in downtown was a Dave and no. Buster's. We walk in, and I was like, oh my fucking god, this Ew. is like, like a a a birthday party threw up on a fucking bachelorette party like a kid's birthday party and a bachelorette party fucked <laughs> and then dave and buster's is the response it's just like that's it's like low ceilings bright like it's it's dark and bright at the same time it's, like, it's just loud it's it, oh it was awful we went in we were like let's Can get you out feel it because we just got i feel like i'm uh like i think people that are kind of like sensitive to energy which is annoying Los Angeles speak but like like I can feel the not evilness of Hollywood but I can feel like the low level of like I really really truly feel like a low vibration and sometimes when I'm in Hollywood I'll like intentionally almost be like this is my inner light I'm shining it out to the whole city to try to like brighten it yeah. up in my mind but but it, it feels different than like a Pasadena or a Burbank like I don't know Hollywood just kind of feels dark and yeah. depressing it sucks the soul out of you I it, it is. It, it does feel that way. And honestly, like when we sat in the show, in the actual Louis C.K. show, we were way up high, unfortunately. And it was kind of like, oh, geez. oh, God, you I couldn't. Yeah, there's no way I would have done it. Daniel, uh, Daniel's like, I don't know if I can sit here and asked if we could get moved because he was like freaking out a little bit. And I was like, yeah, it's pretty hot. But everyone there, this is the crazy thing about L.A. It's a cesspool of garbage. But then everyone around is like attractive. Yeah. It's like everyone is like really smoking hot guys girls doesn't matter <laughs> and uh this couple walked in right at the very end both of them were just super attractive but the whole time i could the girl was sitting beside me the all the whole conversation they had was just like so empty just oh, the most yeah. empty yep. of empty I felt bad. I was like, get me out of here, man. I'm in a city full of garbage. I know. Just a garbage I have to deal with a lot of people at parties being like how they know Jordan Peele or like what their time was like at BuzzFeed. And I'm just like, I just want to jump off the balcony. I think I think La La Land, that movie does it really well. They really show that kind of like ridiculousness of all the of what Hollywood yes. can be, yep. you know. So, um, well, that I mean, listen, we don't have time for more of me or really. me. We've got things to do. Um, we're trying a new yep. thing. Ooh. Let's try a new thing. <laughs> da, 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 da. Um, so we're going to do this thing. We're opening up our mess hall, which is where all of our people eat here at the camp. And, uh, we have a guest this week to come in and help us with our camper of the week. Why don't you do an intro, okay. Meryl? Well, I'm going to let her first say a little bit about herself, but we found this friend in the podcast space 
I'll let her explain some of the people that she's worked with. Maybe it's Jordan Peele. Maybe it's BuzzFeed. We don't know. But <laughs> <laughs> she produced La La We La found this, this wonderful woman, this wonderful friend in the podcast space. And we're like, yo, we are a shit show and we need help. And she was like, I can help shit shows. And I'm the shit. She's here. Show. And her name is Lindsay. <laughs> Hi, Lindsay. We'll put Lindsay, in our, maybe you hello. can put in music for us. You can put in the clapping. This is oh, yeah. yes, 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 yes. Golfers. <laughs> okay. So tell everyone a little bit about yourself, Lindsay. And you're oh, so cute. A one liner. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, my career's really been looking up lately. Uh, I, uh, I want to say I started out in radio in 2013 with Dr. Drew and I, I moved on to Dennis Miller maybe four or five years ago, and now I get to work with you guys. <laughs> I am like that's a natural progression, honestly. That's the natural flow. Is like Dr. Drew, Dennis Miller, Marilyn yep. Bow. That seems downhill. right. See, I that seems right. Dr. Drew would not settle for a Nama J one juicer, by the way. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> no, he probably owns Nama. Um, You're right. Yeah. He didn't want to say anything, so he just went out and bought a second one. <laughs> and well, we're so um, happy to have you here. Thank you, yes. guys. I'm so excited. Me too. So do you want to read? Maybe do you want to like kick it off and read a Camper of the Week question for us? I do. I, I, I pulled one that was sent in. Roll call! And now it's time for the Camper of the Week. This is from Jay in San Francisco. Ooh. Jay says, I've had some gnarly trips and some great ones, but they're all memorable. And then the question is, have you ever ate an edible or we'll say drugs in general that made you feel in love? Oh, my God. Well, first of all, I think I know. Well, I'll check with you after. But I think this Jay that I'm thinking of was in a reggae band at the belly up. And I think I know who it is. So I'm, <laughs> I'm already slightly annoyed. But <laughs> Oh, this is classic yeah. Jay. Let me tell you, this is classic Jay. <laughs> He's like, I do drugs. Do you guys do drugs? Like, do um, I know yeah. Does anybody have any drugs? Yeah. Uh, okay. I'm going to take this okay. one first. Okay. Uh, yes. The answer is yes. Okay. Your turn, Meryl. No, no. tell me about your edible. <laughs> um, no, a couple times, honestly, here's the thing. A couple times I've taken Molly and Molly is essentially the drug to take to fall in love. And no. it doesn't last. But like, I remember one year, the first time I ever did it, I took it and uh, I danced for probably like seven hours. What? It's just seven Whoa. hours. It's just like hanging out and, and just having the best time on New Year's. And <laughs> for sure, at the end of it, I was like, I am in love with this person. They're <laughs> I, everything. I'm going to live forever with this person. It's like, we, we were dating, but it was just like, it was a new relationship within a month. Right. And it was like, that's it. That's it. Put a nail in the coffin. We have got it set. And then like a week later, I'm like, uh oh, uh oh, Molly will do some wild things to you, man. Have you guys ever done it? Yes, no. I have. Yeah. No, uh, I it just, it really brings out that happy, happy. So <laughs> that's the one I'm going to tell you. Nice. I like it. Now we, okay. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm on Molly right now, I'm like my my purple little unicorns. Um, no, I've only in the past been able to make love through cocaine with boys. <laughs> well, you changed. The okay, no, okay. So, um, yes, I have tried edibles. 
uh, I hate the way they make me feel and I cannot. Uh, so I had an edible once a tiny little piece of chocolate at a Toots and the Maytals concert. It, uh, and I, I hated it and I felt like I couldn't stop feeling like I was on an elevator that was going up. Like, and oh. it made me really scared that and nervous. Awful. And I feel like I'm already anxious about feeling like dizzy and just I hate feeling that way. And so it oh. like triggered my anxiety. And I went home and I just remember laying in bed and like not being able to like I kept on moving limbs over and over. I just like I was <laughs> dancing, but just by myself and having a panic attack in the bed. <laughs> and so, <laughs> yeah, I've only tried it. Uh, and then I had another edible once at Coachella and it sent me once again into such a spiral of anxiety that I ended up like shaking in a porta potty and stuff so like oh no. i don't think you've had a good experience with drugs yeah no, not drugs. you are bad at drugs you need more no practice. no 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 no. i'm just not a fit for drugs i'm, I'm really really not and so <laughs> I, I, yeah i wish i was but i can't i don't have the fortitude to like have a lot of that kind of loss of control so I, i'll be honest i think i've kind of exhausted myself of it i i tried it for a couple of years there i was a little too old to do it but i did it and fuck it whatever and the last time I had any sort of experience, it was not a great one. And I just, I even thinking really? about it right now, Wait. it makes my stomach hurt. Not Wait, that it, time. Oh, <laughs> Wait, wasn't it with, with that was, my, that was the us? last time. But before okay. that, it was like one that kind of ruined Shit. Okay. You did enjoy specific the trip drugs. that we yeah. took you on. Yeah, and this yeah, is yeah, just yeah, a brief yeah. plug yeah. for adaptogenic mushrooms because if people are looking for a high, what, what we're really seeking, I think, from drugs, like, you know, the mind expansion and to kind of let go of our worries, I think people can find with like mushrooms like reishi and lion's mane. So, yeah, that's my, my oh, little uh, like like reishi mushroom gives me like what I'm looking for from drugs, but without the horrible like side effects. So, yeah. That's wow. my plug. That was a great Thank plug. Thank you so much. Yeah. Do you throw that into your juicer and fungal mix app? it in your Yeah, smoothies? you could actually. But your smoothies are better because it's very earthy and girthy. Look, my Ooh. penis. Okay. So, um, Lindsay, what, what was you, you told yours? You told yours, right? Have you had? Uh, no. What was mine? And fell in love. You know what? I feel like. So when I do mushrooms, I'm like a micro doser. I don't like to like oh, see yeah. things. I don't like to lose control. I feel like that says so much about me. But uh, I like to microdose, and so I just feel like warm and fuzzy. And I feel like I just love everything and everyone when I'm microdosing. I'm just mm. best time ever. So, Aww. have you ever gotten into any trouble because of that? Because of shrooms. Yeah, because like you love everyone and everything has ever been like you, oh. you're you're out there and it's like get I'm away not from like my man asses. or <laughs> well, I don't know I don't know maybe you're out there grabbing ten year old asses I don't know um, ten I don't know what she's into I don't know I have no idea imagine I'm just running up to random eighteen plus year old and like grabbing their <laughs> I asses. could imagine that we uh, Bo and I both I, could I, imagine uh, it. Yeah, I'm gonna imagine it, it in about three hours yeah yeah I'm gonna put that on a T-shirt and send it to Merrill as a gift. <laughs> I'm going to imagine it while using a toy from our sponsor, Adam and Eve. Code Campfire for 50% off. Sorry. Now we're harassing literally. We have one We have one person and now we're honestly harassing our one worker. I was like, last week you wanted to have sex with Bo and now I think I'm the yeah. target. I don't yeah. want to. I have to she for just... comedy. Daryl Hammond would. How do you think he got on SNL? He, did, he took a chance and did things he didn't want to. They're going to have to talk baby. about something on Daryl and Meryl, you know? Um. <laughs> I would never fall in love with a boy through drugs, though. Like, I feel like it takes me. You don't know. You don't know. You don't know. 
Do you, I'm telling you, like it, it just takes all your bad feelings and turns them into really? good feelings. You yeah. Know? And, yeah. And then you're just like, ooh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I didn't intentionally like it just brought out this thing where you look at someone and you see all the positives because your serotonin just got a fucking yeah. jump kick mm-hmm. and it's just like leaking into your everything. And then the next day you're like, I don't want to live. I, I hate myself. Aww. This is dark. You Not know? if you microdose. Yeah, well, I'm not microdosing. I'm fucking ma- macrodosing. Did not macrodosing. That's for sure. Um, okay, so Lindsay, that's that was awesome. Thank you for that question. I have something for you. We do this thing, as you know, called the uh, bug bite, which is where oh. we talk about something that we fucking ah. hate. And uh, I feel like the energy is here, and I think the only way we can kind of like integrate you is if you have a fucking bug bite. Do you have yeah. something that gets on your nerves? And I'd love Show to hear about hate. it. Show us your hate. I have a bug bite. My pain, it's right here. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Okay, so I hate when people, this is going to sound a little hypocritical, but I hate when people like rush up to stoplights or yeah, stoplights or stop signs and they just like 60 miles an hour and like they stop and they're like maybe over the line and like you're trying to cross the street with your dog. Uh, uh Uh-huh. It makes me so pissed off because I'm like, if I fell yeah, or like yeah. anything happened, like <laughs> you would just run me over. Like you're literally driving a very deadly weapon. You could kill me. Not cool, bro. And I get all mad. Um, <laughs> and if I'm walking with a friend and they like almost run my friend over, I'll be like, hey, because I'm crazy. Yeah. Hey, I'm with you. This it's is dangerous. What I, respect life. Yeah. You know? Respect yeah. the light. This is what I know about Lindsay, though. Like. If she got killed or hurt, she'd be like, that sucked. But if someone almost hurt her friend, she Aww. would destroy their entire lives. Yeah, for real. You know me really well already. Yeah, she's like, she's like, you know, whatever. You kind of cross the line with me, but you said something bad to my friend. I'll fucking kill you. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. was going to say... I was going to say, when I speed in, in the neighborhood, I just, like, slow down in, like, a much shorter distance much sooner. Oh. So I'm like, I'm going to stop two car lengths back. So I'm going fast, but you see that there's lots of room. <laughs> so you're still speeding. It sounds like you're kind of driving recklessly, to be honest. <laughs> what? No, it's like, you know, three to five miles over the speed limit. Oh, I that's swear. not speeding. That's not speeding. That's <laughs> average. Oh, okay. okay. Meryl, you oh, got any bug yes, bites this I'm week? I'm so mad. Oh, I'm excited. I thought about it as I was speeding in my car and I almost hit this one pedestrian. <laughs> it was terrible. No. And, that was and her fr- and yeah, her no, dog. I've never hit a dog. Um, she'd swerving to miss the dog. <laughs> yeah, the and I kept on walking. Okay, so I'm excited to share this one because we have another woman finally here. But my my bug bite that I hate so much is something that Gen Z does. Um, and it's on social media a lot. Is that women when women call each other bestie? Like there's, I don't know if you notice if you guys have even like seen this a lot, but there's a lot of say if someone does something wrong or like hard boils an egg the wrong way on TikTok or something, like a a lot of women in the comments, and it's always women to other women. It's not you know a man thing, but women to other women are always like, oh bestie, it should have been like eight minutes or bestie. Like it's it's always said in a term more in like a sarcastic way. Yeah, it's like derogatory, kind of condescending. Yes, and I hate women speaking to each other, and I feel like that's such a like awful way to it's the opposite of women's empowerment and and like actually just speaking to each other Mm. respectfully and i think it's also such like a yeah um 
if you're they, they call it like npc like the non-player you know like kind of like npcs not playable character in a video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like an NPC yeah. way of speaking where it's just like you're just kind of like an avatar mm. and it's it's not it like be more intelligent yeah. in the way that you address other people. And so I hate the bestie yeah. thing and it drives me crazy. And I think it's like actually very subversively rude to one another. And I think women need to stop the bestie yeah. right now. It's like an yeah. oh honey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like, like that condescending, oh. like yeah, it's like the southern version of like, oh bless your heart, but mm-hmm. I'd rather that. At least that yeah. is like cuter. Well, but. Yeah, there's a tone to bless your heart. I feel like it can be taken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hate mm-hmm. bestie, and I feel like it's kind of uh, symbolizes a lot of the way that we're speaking to each other online. Yeah. What about you, bestie Mo? I've got. <laughs> I, uh, I, it's hard for me to describe this simply, but I'm just gonna say, um, there's a natural flow of traffic when we're walking slash running slash doing anything on sidewalks or stairwells, and I notice something like I hate when. If, if everyone's walking, you know, if I'm walking down the stairs, I'm on the right side. I'm like, that's, I'm going down on the right side. I hate when people are coming up the wrong side. It's like, clearly this is not the flow. We we have traffic. We understand how this works. If you're on the right side of the sidewalk, you're going, you know, you're going that way. And then the left side should be this way. It's like, I don't know why I have to explain this to randos. Cause then uh, the other day I was walking on the street with my dog. I'm on the right side of the sidewalk. He's on the right side of the sidewalk, but he's coming at me and he's running. And he's almost Aww. like, you're going to move, not me. And I'm like, get the fuck out yeah, of here. Yeah, like, yeah. This is not, you're going down the wrong right. way on this street. And I don't understand why people haven't like figured that out. Like, And I don't want to say it like this. I don't want to be like, it's America. Be American. Do the American <laughs> way. I don't know. Maybe that person's from Croatia and they go down the other the other direction. But like, I'm just like, come on, man. Why do I have to like jump back and forth on the fucking sidewalk or on the stairwell? Just like clearly we're coming right. this way. Fucking it pisses me off. It does piss me off. I don't think off. it's yeah. the Croatians that I, are it, the problem. I think it's I think it's a, oh, it's, a, it's other it? Americans. Who is it? Uh yeah, it is. It's just I'm gonna go where I'm gonna go. Yes, it's the whole like have it your way. When they, the, wor- the worst is when they look at you like you're in their way and you're like, get the right. fuck out of here, yo. Now yeah. I feel so angry. We shouldn't have to put arrows on everything. I know. Oh. I need, need to come down. I'm like, ah. <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go destroy my juicer. <laughs> you're gonna, you're gonna, gonna order the. Veggies. You're gonna order the yeah. J2 once yep, and for exactly. all. Exactly. It's my. Like I'm gonna office space it. Take it out back and just have like a like destroy it with carrots or something. Uh, can you please send me a picture of the J2? I really want. to <laughs> Stop see. mocking my <laughs> dreams. Oh, sorry. I meant the J1. Uh, we took a yes, picture I of the will. J1. It's the, a little the, hole. The one that you have, not the if good one, but time. the one you have. When she's not yeah. cutting. Yeah, I'll have to <laughs> show you. Chopping up vegetables. Yep, tiny little carrots, like, you know, in the little coin shape. Oh, okay, well, Jesus. I think this is fun, or I thought this was fun. You thought yep. it was fun? It uh, was fun. It's I want to th- thank Lindsay. Thank you so much for helping us out today, Lindsay. Thank we really guys. appreciate it. Yes. Uh, until next time, uh, Meryl. And Bo. Uh, yeah. Okay. This episode of Campfire Shit Show was produced by Bo Hufford and Meryl Climo. It was edited by Bo Hufford, and the theme song was composed and sang by your friendly camp director, me, PB and J. If you've got a question, or you want to be the next camper of the week, email us at campfireshitshow at gmail.com. Say hi to Bo and Meryl on Instagram at campfireshitshow, and please don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes. Well, kids, it's time to pack up the camp and put out the fire. But don't you worry. We'll see you soon on another episode of the Campfire Shit Show.
Sleep tight.